Welcome back to the Sunday Roast. How's it going, guys? The last of the Christmas Chronicles. Oh, the weather outside is raining, and the girls are all complaining. And since there's no place to go, let's get into a relationship with a guy who gets a new Range Rover every week, takes it to Dubai on holidays, says he's a carpenter, but we all know his real job is sell it snow, let it snow, let it snow. The end of the Christmas Chronicles. It's been so much fun. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for the uh, lovely messages. Thank you for all the lovely birthday messages. That was very kind. Um, Yeah, a lot of you reached out. Very nice. We're going to, just to give you an update on sort of the Sunday roast, I think what we're going to do is do one more episode next week, sort of, you know, New Year's Eve, you know, all of that sort of crack. Maybe take a break for like one week. And then come back with like a Patreon account or something because this is a lot of work. This requires a lot of work and it's getting in the way of my life. So I need to, uh, need to somehow bloody monetize it. Anyway, do you think it'd be fair to say that guys and girls treat their friends' birthdays in very different ways? Like obviously, when it was my birthday in the week, you know, you get some messages into like the group the WhatsApp group from the lads, you know, just like, happy birthday, mate, hope you have a good one. You get a couple of those really lazy people who just write HB. I'm not an ice cream, firstly. And how are you that lazy? How valuable is your time that you can't even write happy birthday or at the very least, you know, HB day? But literally just HB. That's that's ludicrous. But then when it's a girl's birthday, they get these like 17 photo long Insta stories, a dedication like it's a memorial, you know, like she was on a Malaysian Airlines flight and never came back. And it's actually on that, uh, on those photos, sort of PowerPoint presentations that girls do. Have you noticed that it's always suspiciously the girl who posts the dedication that looks really good in all of the photos? She looks like a model, like this is her lookbook. Yet the friend whose birthday it is literally looks like a sort of unique breed of walrus Attenborough would be horned up to discover. Do you know what I mean? It's absolutely astonishing. I mean, in some of these photos, the friend, who's just like her birthday, and she's wearing more fake tan, fake tan in one of those photos. She literally looks like Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo. Do you know what I mean? It's utterly outrageous. I don't see how people don't, I don't understand how people don't see through this. I'd be furious if it was my birthday and I'm like opening presents and then, oh cool, here's 19 photos where I literally look like an imbecile. I look like Ellen DeGeneres with slightly larger boobs. But yeah, we're dealing, we're dealing with a lot. Instagram, it's a sort of, it's not a very good place at Christmas, is it? You know, some people sort of take advantage of their family members and they prostitute their mothers out on, face, on Instagram because, you know, they say something stupid. If I was to produce a camera at a family dinner and start recording my mum and my dad, I'd be kicked out. I'd be just gone. It would be not even up for the question. It'd be like, what do you fucking think you're doing, mate? You see these people posting photo, posting video of their mum, and it's like, oh, how cute is this? My mum didn't realise until recently that Rome was in Italy and it wasn't an island. That's, Stephanie, that's like, that's concerning. Is your mum okay? Is her left arm numb and can she smell burnt toast? Because that's so bafflingly stupid. I would be embarrassed to come out of that womb, let alone post a video of this on Instagram. 
People posting photos of their granny on Instagram, by the way. Your granny's not going to see that. The last time your grandmother even saw a computer was when she was in Alan Turing's gaff in 1942. Literally doesn't have a Swiss. No one's going to see this. And can we just, like, look, I know I did stuff on grandparents last week, but just to counter that, because that seemed to be a little bit divisive. One thing that I really don't understand is the whole thesis of, uh, no, like, my granny's not like other grannies. What, is she not? How quickly can she run a 5K, you know? Has she, has she done an Ironman or something? What makes your granny so different to others? No, 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 like, she's just, she's just not like any other granny, really. She's, oh my God, like, she's so with it, you know? Okay, let me level with you here, Lauren. Just because she watches The Chase, it doesn't make her an honorary member of Mensa, you know? Oh no, my granny's just so different to other grannies, like, you know? What, does she have an OnlyFans account or something? What is your grandmother doing that really sets her aside from the other pensioners? Anyway. The silly season is in full swing. No, do you know what the real silly season is? The real silly season is, I went to the cinema during the week, which was lovely. I went by myself. Anybody that says to you that it's weird to go to the cinema by themselves, don't listen to them. They're bad people. Going to the cinema by yourself is one of the nicest things in the world. Because A, you don't have to talk about the film to the other person afterwards. And you just, it's just, I find it very therapeutic. It's really nice. And also, do you really want to be sitting beside somebody when you're having a wank anyway? Do you know what I mean? Can we also address people who clap in the cinema at the end because they're so profoundly moved by the movie? They need to be taken outside and put in the green bin. Like, what the hell are they doing? Clapping in the cinema. Clapping in the cinema is like giving Uncle Ben a round of applause when you're standing by the microwave and you're doing rice. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's not there to receive it. You don't give Jamie Oliver a standing ovation when you've completed one of his five-minute meals. Oh, and actually, sorry, on that, those five-minute meals, he is a complete cowboy. He's a crook. I, I fall for it every time. Oh, five ingredients. Perfect. I live alone, I'm single, you know, depressing Tuesday evenings after work. I'm just like going to Sainsbury's and thinking, oh, how many stir fries can a man eat before he actually develops breasts bigger than Carmen Ferreira? But anyway, I got this book, The Five Ingredients, perfect. This is inventive, this is great, and it's simple. Bit of diversity for the palate. This is where he shafts you though. It's always the last ingredient. Have you noticed this? So you read the recipe and you're like, oh yeah, perfect, perfect, perfect. And then there's an absolute curveball, like a knife in the side. So you're reading it and it's like uh, chicken, peppers, rice. You're like, amazing. Uh, some lemon zest. Okay, a little bit, you know, a little bit spicy. We're not in Tuscany, but I'll, I'll give it a lash. And then there's that complete ratty one at the end. Oh, just um, peel the skin off a golf club and leave it in to stew overnight. Absolute criminality, that guy. Mate, we've get it. By the way, we get it, Jamie. You've got a lisp. Stop using S's in every single sentence for a start. <laughs> Have you ever noticed that? Some people with lisps, and I actually like a lisp. I think it sounds quite nice in the ears. But I feel like people with lisps really over-egg it. You know, there's, not, there's lots of times when they could talk in a normal way. That, that they could say something like, heading out to pick up food. Perfect. No, no, no. But instead, they say something like, slipping out of the shop to see if there's any sweets on sale. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean?
outside is scary. And I'm DMing a girl called Mary. And since there's no place to sit, should I send her a pic of my... So I took my nephew to see like a Santa during the week, which is both incredibly cute and incredibly uh, untrue. But anyway, we were driving along and uh, neither, neither of us drive, but we were driving down to see him. And my little nephew, so cute, he's like, you know, and uh, Mark, is, is this the real Santa? Uh, yeah, Lucas, because I'm sure the real Santa wants to spend the month of December in a shed in Stalorgan Shopping Centre. Do you know what I mean? That also smells of complete cow shit, even though there's no animals. There's, no anim- there's not an animal in sight. Uh, sorry, the only animals they have are the elves. Have you ever noticed that? Why did the recruiters seem to stop caring when it comes to hiring the elves? These elves are absolute hooligans. They're the dodgiest looking people in the world. I mean, you've got like Anto, who literally just looks like he's about to attack the children. Like Anto the elf, a guy who recently lost his job in a Chinese restaurant for drinking out of the finger bowls. You know, Anto is the type of guy to put up a Facebook status saying, weird the way they call them buffalo wings, even though buffaloes don't have wings, lol. Uh... All right, Anthony. And like, you know, at the end, like, there's such a colossal dip in the standard. Your little kid goes over to see the elf and he's, because he's had a lovely little moment with Santa. He's sitting on Santa's lap, you know, and he's been given like a curly whirly or whatever Santa calls it these days. And he goes over to the elf and the elf just like so gruff, just like, you a boy or you a girl? And then the kid's like, I'm a boy. Can't you not tell from like the fucking, you know, the Man United jersey or whatever. And then uh, he just like shoves this flimsy, flimsy toy in the kids had. Elves are the worst people in the world. It is a lovely experience though. It's super magical. I mean, like I was in the queue with my nephew, you know, watching other people sit on Santa's lap and tell them what they want. And it's like, um, I'd like some uh, Ugg boots, uh, a Juicy Couture tracksuit and um, the perfume uh, a Curious by Br- Britney Spears. And Santa does this sort of cursory, ah, lovely lovely stuff. We'll have to see if you've been a good girl. At what age are you now? Um, I'm 43 from Fox Rock. Oh, uh, good stuff, Deirdre. Outside is ugly, but my cousin, he's looking lovely. He's only just gone to bed. Should I go up and give him some? No, but on a serious note, uh, I went to one of those Christmas markets during the week. You know those Christmas markets? Because nothing says the festive season like a 15 euro hot dog made of horse stick. Absolutely outrageous, these places. The only thing worse than these places are the guys that populate them. I don't know what's changed in the world recently, but this whole craft beer thing, this needs to be fucking finished, right? I genuinely overheard a lad in a bar on Wexford Street on, like, Thursday night saying to a friend of his about a beer that they were drinking, yeah, you know, it's got a lot of bite back on this. Yeah, it does actually. Really want you say that, Hugo. Um, it's got a lot of personality, do you know what I mean? It's got a lot of personality. Do you know what, Hugo? You don't, though. 
The day that you start referring to beer about having a personality, that's when yours has departed. It's gone. It's never coming back. It's finished. You're finished. Why are you wearing a gilet? Why are you wearing a gilet? What purpose does a gilet even serve? What part of your body needs to be sort of kept at a certain temperature? What are you like? Are you a plant? Good God. This whole craft beer thing. It's even, by the way, the very start of a craft beer situation is embarrassing. I don't want to go up to a bartender, you know, and say, oh, can I get two glasses of Sailor's Willy, please? And uh, one cup of Hooker's Lip. Do you know what I mean? Fucking ridiculous. It's just, I just hate this whole thing. Just have have a normal beer and talk about the football and the lads, right? Do you know what I mean? Do, Do the real normal lad stuff. Where you don't talk about your problems. Just bury that shit down, you weirdo. Don't be coming at me with these like open conversations and tell me how you really feel. No, no. Get yourself a, a copy of like a red top tabloid magazine. Heckle people from white vans. Drink milk by the pint. <laughs> you know what I mean? I wonder at what point though these guys who start drinking craft beer. Like do they, are they aware that they're dickheads? Like, have they accepted the fact themselves that they're complete dickheads? Was there a moment one day when he was on Spotify and he sort of started saying to himself, oh, you know, uh, Keen actually aren't that bad and maybe Mumford and Sons do have a few decent songs. Where, like, what is the point? What is the point when somebody decides to just become a dickhead and drink craft beer and talk about hops and bite back and personality and, oh, this one's got a bit of a spirit? Oh... My Once you've hit this point, though, you're in the abyss. You're Captain Scott Oates. You think you're just getting out and stepping outside for something, you know, you're gone. You're never coming home. And in the same way, in the same way that I hate ordering craft beer, it's like I also hate these modern juice bars. I've said this before, but it drives me up the wall. You know when you want to go into, like, just get a smoothie or a juice? It's like Monday morning, you're, like, staring down the week ahead... And you go in and it's 8am and there's a queue and all you want to do is just go, okay, I'll have that one there with the uh, orange and strawberry, whatever. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Instead, you have to look at this guy who's got way too much energy. Way too much energy for this early in the morning. Hey, how's, how's your day? Well, it's literally not even started yet. And please stop with this hijinks, you know? And then you have to literally, instead of just saying, hi, can I just get, get an orange juice, please? Hiya, um, could I get a funky, funky fruit bunch, please? Oh, you want one, one funky, funky fruit bunch, is it? Yes, just be, do you know what I mean? I hate this. Just call these drinks by the name of the fruit. Anyway, guys, uh, obviously this is a ludicrously short podcast because uh, I did that really smart thing where I recorded some of it on Wednesday and then was like, oh, this is great now. You've done, you've done the grunt work. You've gotten most of it out of the way. So just come back on Sunday because obviously you're going to be hungover and uh, it's going to be quite difficult to record. So just get, get, get the groundwork done and then you'll be able to pop back in on Saturday or on Sunday morning at least. Suffice to say, here we are. <laughs> Sunday, I have to go to a dinner in 11 minutes with my dad and there's literally 
there's just not enough hours in the bloody day. So uh, I'm going to have to love you and leave you, unfortunately. Really annoying. But I might do a little special Christmas roast or something, if you'd be interested. Maybe like a little Christmas Day roast or a night before Christmas roast.